This is your wake up call.
consumed by racist hate. In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. These sinister ideologies must be defeated. Hate has no place in America. We have asked the FBI to identify all further resources they need to investigate and disrupt hate crimes and domestic terrorism. All right. I'm glad they're calling it domestic terrorism because mm-hmm. that's exactly what uh, these members of Vanilla ISIS are, terrorists. Right, and um, he also... It's interesting, though, because his own rhetoric is what a lot of the rhetoric is that you'll hear from uh, some of these domestic terrorists. And then he's also condemning white supremacy, and he uses a lot of that verbiage as well. You know, more than... Uh, uh, almost half... More than half of Americans think that the president is a racist. Uh, now, they also have banned large-capacity ammunition magazines in nine states. Ohio's not one of those states, though. Connor Betts, when he opened fire early on Sunday, he did use a uh, 223 caliber high-capacity rifle that had a 100-round drum magazine. Only nine states have laws that ban large-capacity ammunition magazines. They said most states and the District of Columbia enacted those laws in response to mass shootings. Mm. So that is something that definitely needs to be looked at, as we've been saying so much. Yeah, you know what else, too? I, I don't like people dismissing anything when it comes to mass shootings. Like, I, you know, I, like, I see people say it's racism. Some say it's bigotry. Some say it's hate. Some say it's mental illness. Uh, some people say it's the culture of the, of America from movies to video games to music. Uh, it's too much guns in the street. I think it's a combination of all these things. It's the president flaming the fl- fanning the flames. Like, it's not just one thing that contributes to these mass shootings. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's a, it's all of those things adding up. Yeah, I don't understand why people act like it's just one thing. Like, I, it's it's everything. It's racism. It's bigotry. It's hate. It's mental illness. It's, it is the culture of America from movies to video games to music. It is too many guns on but the street in America. I do think the president ignites that. Yeah, he's part of the problem, too. All right, well, here's what Donald Trump has to say about changes that will be made. First, we must do a better job of identifying and acting on early warning signs. I am directing the Department of Justice to work in partnership with local, state, and federal agencies, as well as social media companies to develop tools that can detect mass shooters before they strike. Second, we must stop the glorification of violence in our society. This includes the gruesome and grisly video games that are now commonplace. America's too far gone when it comes to that, though. Hey, we've created a, a Frankenstein monster, and now it's out of our control. Like, you mean to tell me after all of these years of reinforcing violence in people's heads from the video games to the movies to the music, and now all of a sudden it's like, we got to stop this? Yeah, let's be serious. The guy had a rape and kill list, and you're talking about we need to, to, to develop software? It was in your face. He was suspended. Listen, man. What kind of software uh, do you need? America is way too far gone when it comes to that. You know what I'm saying? Now, maybe the next generations in the future will be less violent. But this generation, please. All right, now let's talk about Instagram. They're changing their name. And WhatsApp is changing its name also, and it's it's adding Facebook. So it's going to be Instagram from Facebook moving forward, what? and WhatsApp from Facebook. I'm confused. That don't sound cool. Instagram from Facebook. Yeah, because I guess Facebook wants everybody to know, hey, we own those. Those are our platforms. So Facebook is their their biggest uh, money bringer, and they want to make well, sure Facebook that... owns it. So yeah, do they know Facebook ain't really that cool? Like, you know, people like people don't really like Facebook because all, 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 all your parents and yeah. your grandparents be on I will, Facebook. There's a huge uh, community of people that's on it Facebook. Is. They have a lot of shows on there, too, and Facebook yeah, watch that we, people use. People know Facebook be stealing identity. Well, at least the, the perception is they be stealing your identity. Don't they steal your identity? Yeah. They, on Facebook? I don't yes. know. Yes. Oh, I don't know about that. Mm. What was it? They sell it. Yeah, they sell it. Yeah, I know, I'm not tripping. Y'all never seen, y'all haven't watched The Great Hack? 
on mm. Netflix yet? No, oh, my God. No, yeah, I don't know. Hey, Facebook, they need to be an island to themselves. I don't think they need to be. Look at how well Jada Pinkett's doing on Facebook with her red table talk. Yeah, but what about everybody who got their identity stolen off, off Facebook? I use my Facebook. And I and think about how Facebook started. It started in colleges. What I was never a big Facebook person. I just, I mean, I linked my Instagram and everything else to it. I was just never a Facebook person, nah, honestly. I don't do Facebook like that. And then I always use my Facebook Live when I have my book club and when we do Wealth Wednesdays, and that's where a lot of people watch. Mm. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Front Page News. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, horrible night, and you just need to vent, or maybe you want to spread some positivity. And shout to the young lady that called during uh, Get It Off Your Chest yesterday. Uh, she called. She said hey, she had anxiety. Uh, she was a little depressed. She was a single mom trying to get, uh, trying to buy a home, and they turned it down so many times. She had a great credit score. She just got a job. So I hooked her up with the uh, mortgage guy, and it looks like she's going to be owning her first home soon. So shout out to her. So I hope everything works out right. Fingers crossed. All right. But get it off your chest. Hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Aaron from Queens. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, listen, I wanted to talk about what you were saying with the mass shooting. It's not video games. It's nothing like that. It's just, I think America got too much freedom. Because in Japan, they got violent video games, but you don't see them walking around stabbing people, cutting people's heads off with samurai swords. Guns are illegal. Guns are illegal in Japan. Yeah, I don't know anything about the violent video games. I believe only only, uh, police officers carry them. I uh, I think only certain police officers. They're trying to use video games to say it's violent or trying to find an excuse. I think video games, movies, movies and music do normalize violence. But here's the thing. It's not just one thing. Like, that's what everybody got to stop saying. Like, it's not just one thing. It's a combination of mental health, video games, racism. But I, it's a combination it, it of all combination, stuff. But I get what he's saying. He's saying in and Japan they have the same video games the and it's not America. as violent. Around the world they do. Yeah, and around the world they have the yeah. same video games and it's just not as violent. Because they don't have as much guns. Once again, that's another combination of the problem in America. It's too much guns on the street. Well, you know, most places are not, you're not allowed to own a gun. Like nobody's Bro, there's no society the in America that has as many guns on the street as America. Correct. I mean, no society in the world. I'm sorry. No society in the world that has as many guns on the street as America. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Ali from Atlanta. Ali, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. All right, what's going on, man? First of all, I just want to, I was calling in and just tell you, thank you to y'all for having y'all own opinion, y'all own mind. I like when y'all have a conversation, y'all don't agree on everything or disagree at the same time. I'm a truck driver. You have other radio stations where everybody agree with the same exact thing in a room. And that's why I listen to you guys. Because everybody has their own opinion. And that's a good thing, man. I just want to say thank you for that. Well, you got to understand, a lot of those other shows, like, like they, they, they have one main person. You know what I'm saying? So it might be like yeah. the Ricky Smiley show or the Steve Harvey show. Ain't nobody going against right. them. Ain't nobody, <laughs> yeah, 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 ain't nobody yeah. else in the room yeah, going yeah, up against the person that's on the marquee. The same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah so I just want to say thank you for that, man. And uh, PJ Ever, could you please play one old school rap song like what? What you want to hear? Hour? What you want to hear? You can play an old Biggie or an old Jay-Z or it, it doesn't even matter. Pick a song, bro. It's on you. Pick a song. Yeah, what do you have in mind? I know uh, you have something. Okay. Play the uh, Biggie when he was talking about, uh, man, what's the name of the song? When he was talking about, he was in a, 
he was in a chick house and a dude came home. Okay, I, I got, got a story, to, story tell. to tell. I got you. That ain't playing. That's mad curses. He ain't playing that. I can. I got you. I start to mix off with it. All right. All right. Appreciate it, bro. All right, brother. What's wrong with your dad? Like you know you old school when you got to call the radio station to request that. You ain't got title. You ain't got Apple. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Hello, who's this? I'm going to start to mix up with it for This is Tiffany. Tiffany, you got a birthday today? Yeah, it's my birthday. Ow, oh, happy birthday. Good morning. Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, enjoy your birthday, Ma. What you doing for your birthday? I'm going to dress in formal wear all day and go to random spots just to be extra. Hey, I ain't mad at you. You, <laughs> you show out in Red Lobster. You hear me? <laughs> White Castle. You know it. You show you out know, and go to Corral, boo. all of them nasty spots. I got you. Cheddar, cheddar cheese biscuits on me. I, you know what? I appreciate that, Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have a good one, mama. All right, thank you. Happy birthday. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Blue, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. Hey, this is Blue from Dayton, Ohio. Um, I just want to get off of my chest a simple fact for uh, the Oregon shooting. Um, that They're saying that it was mental health and things like that. But um, unfortunately, I don't believe that it was that. The young man had plans to shoot up high schools and other bars as well. Um, and, and Dayton is really hurting. You know, they, he killed friends and family members that I know. And it, it's definitely heartbreaking for real. For Trump to say uh, Toledo, Ohio, that's past disrespectful to Dayton, Ohio. You ain't lying. Yeah, yeah come on. Like, you're the president of the United States. You're supposed to know where this happened. And it was on prompt, yeah. too. Somebody some, somebody was trying to be funny. Yeah, did him dirty. Yeah, he well, should have known better, though. I tell you that he... Cotto Betts, unfortunately, um, you know, when he did that, he he hurt a lot of people, and people, in fact, that I know personally, you know. And we are Dayton strong. We just had a tornado less than three months ago. Like, we're still trying to trying to rebuild. So, you know, it definitely hits in a spot that definitely hurts. So, and, you know, it, it, it's real. It's touchy right well, now. Well, we sending positive energy to y'all, man. Absolutely. I'm going to pray for y'all. I haven't yet, but I'm going to pray for y'all. I don't want to just say praying for y'all, and I haven't yet, but I will definitely pray for y'all. Thank you so much. And I just want to let everybody know from Dayton, Ohio, that's listening. We are definitely Dayton strong, and we will overcome all of this. And I definitely want to send prayers to everyone's families and friends. All right. Yeah, salute to everybody who listens to us, listens to us on Hot 102.9 in Dayton, Ohio. Juan. Yo. What's up, um, Juan? What's going on, man? Um, I'm calling. I want to get off my chest because I'm a little, like, discouraged or, or frustrated. Like, I'm a, I'm a single father. You know, I went to school for recording engineering. You know, I'm trying to break into that lane any way possible, but it doesn't pay enough, you know, so I'm stuck on the truck. You know, I, I left truck driving behind because I wanted to be able to be home with my son, be around my child more, you know, but it didn't pay off, and I just really wanted advice as to how I can, you know, motion over to that, you know, I do board out, all that stuff. What, you want to get in the radio? No, no, I mean, I, I, I do recording engineering in studios, like I've done live sound for film, but it just don't pay well, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm stuck on well, it. Well, it doesn't pay well at first, but, you know, once you get into the game, you know, you can actually make a lot more money from doing it. Yeah, why do you think I mean, that you're supposed to get rich uh, right out the gate? Well, how long have you been doing it? I mean, I've done it on my own. Like, I taught myself most of this stuff, like, since, like, high school. I'm 34 now. Um, so how long, you know, 14 years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've well, done a lot of free work. Well, you got to keep respecting the process, bro. Like, th- like, that's what life is. Life is a process, you know? Right, right. I mean, but it's frustrating. Like I said, I'm a single father. My, my BPM want results right now. If you don't 
trust the vision like you do. I mean, I it's been it's been frustrating for for everybody. I mean, I know for for myself, it's been difficult and hard to get to 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 this point right here. Charlemagne's been fired a bunch of times. Four times. Angelie's had her her trials and tribulations. Like you take, you know, it's. We, we just never give up, man. You keep pushing. I mean, and, I know that sounds cliche to say, it but it's really true. And also, maybe you need to expand what it is that you do besides, uh, you know, running the boards and being a board op and being, being able to expand from that. And sometimes you have to leave the place of business that you're at, ask for more money and, you know, shop around and see if you can get paid more somewhere else, too. Yeah, I'm in a nice studio right now, but you know, like I said, it just it don't it don't pay well. And I do everything. I do photography, all that. You know, how, you know how to do Vox Pro. You know how to do Next Gen. I'm sorry. I okay. think no, he a music producer. He's, a, he's an engineer. He's a board up like radio. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought engineer? too. He's a music no, no, engineer. No, I mean, no, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do sound engineering of all sorts. Like I've okay. done film, I've done you know uh, okay. post production, all that. Y'all hiring. <laughs> Shoot me an email. I mean, let me shoot the email. You want us to shoot you an email if we hire? <laughs> Stay focused, young man. Be patient, <laughs> nah, bro. Now keep pushing, though, bro. It'll get there. It'll but get it, there. I, pro- I promise you. I promise you. You know, your, your dreams won't quit unless you do. Uh, anybody hiring? Look at me as Diaz or BF on uh, on uh, Instagram. Right? I don't know what you said. You just said a bunch of letters. I don't know what you said. I, and where you from? I'm, I'm from Chicago. Okay, brother. Did you say DF to BF? No, no. I said Juan Diaz BF is my IG. Shoot me, shoot me some jobs, please. Okay. All right, brother. All right. Just lied to him. I don't know no job. I'm going to just shoot you jobs. I'm going to find jobs at. Get it off your just chest. 800-585-1051. Now, you, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we'll talk about a post and delete that went down that involves y'all brother. Also, Chance the Rapper. He opens up about feeling bullied. We'll tell you what he has Ain't to say. Ain't nobody bullying Chance. People just don't like your album. Stop, Chance. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Tyrese. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The rumor report. With Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, let's talk about Hobbs and Shaw. That movie came out. It was a spinoff from Fast and Furious. Mm -hmm. And they said it had the lowest Fast and Furious box office opening since Tokyo Drift. That's a misleading headline. Yeah, because it's not... Actually, Yeah, but it did sixty million domestically and one hundred and eighty million worldwide. But it's not the main franchise. It's kind of like an off of the franchise, so it's not going to be as high as Fast and Furious. But it did one hundred and eighty million dollars, guys. Right. Okay. Well, one person who did weigh in and did a post and delete was Tyrese. Oh boy. Now, first he said, just going to sit here. This post is still up, by the way. This one is. He said, just going to sit here, leave my glasses on, stay quiet, and act like nothing ever happened. Why? Because nothing did happen. LOL. Fast 9, Fast Family, coming 2020. Justin Lin is back in the driver's seat. Magic, magic, magic. Hate to say it, but I told you. Now, what was the (laughs) message that was deleted? Well, he did a way longer message. And he said, I have to show my respects for one thing. He tried. Folks called me a hater and attacked me for speaking out. Breaking up the family doesn't, uh, clearly doesn't have the value that one would assume it does. You know what? Maybe, just maybe, The Rock and the crew will come dance with us again for Fast 10. We can all hug it out and get back to giving the true fans who have supported this franchise for 20 years what they want. No hating. I'm just pointing out the facts. Fast Family has more value as the Fast Family. It's okay. The Rock is still one of the biggest movie stars in the world, and he's not hurting for work. I have two franchise films, and he has at least 15, so there won't be any tears on his pillow tonight. $180 million global opening on Hobbs and Shaw is not a win. In this day and age where everyone wants to be safe and sit on their hands and not speak on real ish, when you do, you get attacked, and, well, that's that. 
Again, my respects because he tried his best. I mean, that was unnecessary. I mean, even though That's I... That's why he probably deleted it. Even though I think Tyrese is right for the most part, I believe he's correct because the movie cost like $200 million to make. I don't know what the total marketing budget was, mm-hmm. but let's just say it was another $100 million. That's $300 million. So $60 million domestically, one hundred eighty worldwide. That's modest. That's, that could be considered underperforming. But but either way, Tyrese, you got to let that one go because in the court of public opinion, you look like a hater because nobody sees the inside information and knows all the intricate details. All they see is number one, $180 million. So he looks like he's just hating. Right, so... Even if he's right. There you have it. Yeah, and the story does say $200 million production budget, but it made $180 million. But that's just opening, right? So it's it'll, opening it'll recoup. It should, but I mean, we don't know how much they spent in uh, promotion and marketing either. Though. That could be another $100, $150 million. All right, now let's talk about Khalid. He's announced a benefit concert, and that is for mass shooting victims in El Paso, Texas. He tweeted out over the past few days, my mind and heart have been heavy. Hearing, seeing an act of terrorism happen so close to my home, my family and my friends has been unbelievable and shocking. Singing 915 in the city of El Paso on tour every night feels indescribable. Mm. Over the past few days, I've been thinking of ways to help out and support the city. I'm planning for a benefit concert later this month. All of the proceeds will go to the families affected by the shooting. Sending everyone my love and we'll keep you guys updated. And he also tweeted out, also sending my love to Dayton, Ohio. America is hurting right now. So... We'll give you guys more information on when that benefit concert is going to take place. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's talk about The Little Mermaid. They are doing a live musical on ABC. And guess who's starring? Who? Queen Latifah and Shaggy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Shaggy's going to be playing Sebastian, so that should be fun. And Queen Latifah will be playing Ursula. That makes sense, because Shaggy hair always look wet anyway. Is this the same thing that the, um, the Haley is? There's a film adaptation. Of, this is The Little Mermaid live musical, so it's a different thing. So this is a live musical on ABC. How they going to get the water on stage? I guess we'll see. So that live musical event is going to be airing November 5th as part of the wonderful world of Disney franchise. Are they gonna, I need to see how they're going to do this because The Little Mermaid is set in the ocean. How do you bring that mm-hmm. to the stage? I'm intrigued. I want to see. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Matter of fact, I do know. I went on a Disney magic- cruise. I seen them doing it on a Disney cruise. Yes. Is it water on the stage? No, it ain't no damn water on the That's stage. They walk around with the little fishies and the fishies make noise. Uh-huh. Nah, it's dope, though. I, I enjoyed it. Man. I see so you, would, Disney so you would watch this? I would, I would take the kids. I wouldn't just be in the... It wouldn't be a date night, but me, I'd take the kids. I think they'll love it. <laughs> it could be a cute date night. Mm-hmm. I could see you playing dress up at home, mermaid, I merman. I they had a big-ass fish tank on stage or something. No. All right, now Chance the Rapper, he's opening up about feeling bullied for his recent music. Oh, God. The Big Day. Did you guys listen to the album? I did. I told y'all I it was, it's longer than Wendy Williams' legs. I like it. I like, if it was 12 songs, it'd be a good album. 22 songs, nah, it's too much. Well, he tweeted, I'm getting this crazy feeling that people want me to kill myself. Oh, my God. He said, that's not my vibe at all, but I feel the push. And I feel like <laughs> even more than that, some people want me to feel ashamed. Shame is heavy, yo, and feeling shame for something that you were once prideful about is super heavy. What's really weird is that music is the number one thing that influences how I feel on the daily. Like, can really push me to one side or the other, and that's super raw to me because I'm sure there's other people that get their fuel for music. So for anybody out there that's texted me the past few days, I appreciate you, and I'm happy being able to spend time with my family and do a lot of the things I used to do before I got so wrapped up in making this project, and I want to let some of these feelings go because that's what Twitter is for, for people to say exactly what's on their hearts. And the number one thing that's been on my heart and has been reaffirmed in the last week that I'm now 100% sure of is 
that I love my wife. I can't tell Chance how to feel, and he should express his feelings, but I didn't see anyone telling Chance to kill himself until he announced that it was people telling him to kill himself. And he did uh, He did clarify things. He said, I just want to reiterate, I don't want to kill myself, nor am I ashamed of loving my wife. I think I just wanted to say out loud that I see the vibes. By the way, I told y'all that was corny last week when I saw people clowning him for saying uh, he raps about loving his wife so much. So what? You got these dudes that rap about you know, sleeping with all these different women and pimping all these different women. So now when it's a guy expressing his love for his wife, you clown him for that? They did a whole parody. That's corny. About it. It's corny. Oh, I love my wife. I love my wife. Let's go ride a bike with my wife. My wife's real young. My wife's real small. Let's go to the beach and play with a beach ball. Praise Jesus God and my wife. Let's go to the beach and ride a bike. Oh, I love my wife. That's corny, you unmarried swine. You unmarried swine who don't understand the love of marriage, the bond that a husband and a wife have. Drop on the clues bond for Chance the Rapper. Even though I think the album is too goddamn long. He posted a video, hmm. by the way, of his wedding also on his Instagram and said, spam the comments below. Say I love my wife. Good for him. Oh, yeah, man. Like, you don't think that's corny that they clowning the man for rapping about loving his wife? <laughs> you don't clown these dudes when they rapping about sleeping with a whole bunch of different chicks? Like, stop it, man. Even though the album's too long, though. That's what somebody should have told People are always trying to be funny. You know all what it is. He, all he needed was 12 songs. 12 songs, he'd have been fine. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is just your... Cause, just because your album's called The Big Day don't mean it got to be a big-ass album. Rumor report. You know what I always think when I hear stuff like that, and I hear people affected by what people do on social media to the point of that? What? I always feel like, are we too, and this is going to sound a little crazy, are we too soft on our kids? Meaning, what? when our kids have problems or they feel like they're getting bullied, you know... And I, and I take it back I'm to what I was a kid. you unless you get to a point. I'm going to smack you back. Like, when we were kids, if, if somebody hit you, what your mom tell you to do? What your pop tell you to do? Go beat them up. Exactly. Yeah. Nowadays, you can't do that. Nowadays, if somebody hits you, the first thing they tell you to do is go tell a teacher. You're getting bullied. And I, I think that's... I know you got a point here. It I'm makes this, I'm, I'm just waiting. It makes the... I, I don't want to say it wrong, but it, it, it keeps the kids soft. Like, they always feel like they're being hurt and they're being bullied and they don't stand up for it for themselves. That's how I feel. A, a lot of these kids are being raised, and so bullying is such a thing. With these some kids, kids are so really weak. are being bullied. Some though, kids so are. How do you differentiate? I mean, some, I mean, I was bullied as a kid, and my pops told me you better get out there and better swing back. I just think when you have your first emotion, whatever your first feeling is, you don't have to run the social media with it. I think that's what you have. You know, that's what you have family for. That's mm. what you have friends for. Some of us got therapists. I got a therapist. Like you know, before you run the social media with whatever you're feeling. Go talk to somebody else in your close circle before you run the social media. And the problem with bullying is that people are being bullied online. They're being bullied in school. Yeah, I know, I know. they're embarrassed. They don't want to tell anybody about it. I know. They don't know how to handle it. It's hurtful. I think sometimes we got to handle it a little stronger than necessarily. But I think it's a different case for every individual. Because if you tell it, like, I know we're going off off topic, but if you tell a a teacher you're being bullied and the teacher gets that kid in trouble, now that kid tells the whole class that you told on him, now the whole class is bullying you. That whole social media just goes on and on and on. You do know Chance Rabbit's a grown ass I know, I know that. I was just thinking, you know, (laughs) outside, but, you know, outside of that. We got to stop letting it. We got to stop letting the opinions of other people affect us so much. Exactly. Even, even, even though it's damn near impossible because if you're somebody like Chance the Rapper who's probably literally got hundreds of thousands of millions of people telling them 
whatever. He sucks, or you rap too much about your wife. Yeah, it'll affect you at some point, but you don't got to run the social media with it immediately. All right, well, let's move on because we got to get into front page news. What are we talking about front page news, G? Well, we didn't get to this yesterday, but let's talk about Chicago over the past weekend. Imagine this. A hospital actually stopped accepting patients for a period of time, and we'll tell you why they had to stop accepting these patients in Chicago. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get some front page news. All right, here's an update on what's happening with Harvey Weinstein, because I know we haven't heard much about him as of late. A judge did rule in Manhattan federal court yesterday that a sex trafficking lawsuit against him can proceed. So he was trying to get that uh, civil case frozen. A judge, a late judge, had previously dismissed part of the lawsuit against him, but now Judge Allison Nathan is saying that she doesn't see any reason to grant his request, and that that will proceed just so you get an update on what's happening with Harvey Weinstein. Now, over the weekend in Chicago, 59 people were shot. Mm. That's right. So there was one hospital, Chicago's Mount Sinai Hospital. They were forced to temporarily go on bypass. That means that they can't take any more patients. They can't do any more ambulance runs. They had to divert uh, any new patients to another nearby trauma center. Seven people were killed and 52 people were left wounded from shootings across the city. All I hear is hurt people hurting people. A bunch of trauma that nobody's dealt with, a bunch of pain nobody's dealt with, and all they're doing is redistributing that pain to each other. Uh, right now, Donald Trump, in the meantime, yesterday was speaking from the White House. He was reading from off the teleprompter, and he was talking about condemning white supremacy. The shooter in El Paso posted a manifesto online consumed by racist hate. In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. These sinister ideologies must be defeated. Hate has no place in America. We have asked the FBI to identify all further resources they need to investigate and disrupt hate crimes and domestic terrorism. So basically he's saying our country needs to condemn him. Right. Because a lot of the rhetoric that he uses is the same rhetoric that's being used by these white supremacists because apparently, what would that make him? A white supremacist. Now... Uh, in other news, he also addressed video games, the internet, a lot of different reasons that he say play into why these shootings happened. First, we must do a better job of identifying and acting on early warning signs. I am directing the Department of Justice to work in partnership with local, state, and federal agencies, as well as social media companies to develop tools that can detect mass shooters before they strike. Second, we must stop the glorification of violence in our society. This includes the gruesome and grisly video games that are now commonplace. I mean, here's the thing with mass shootings. It's not just one thing. So, you know, Trump is partially right. Like, it's a number of things. It's racism, it's bigotry, it's hate, it's mental illness. It is the violent culture of America and the glorification of it. Not to mention, it's too much guns in the goddamn street. It's the president fanning the flames. Like, it's a combination of all these things. Like, we need to stop dismissing all these various root causes just because we don't agree with somebody's politics. It's the guns. And the fact that these kids can buy a gun at 18 years old put a switch on it the and make it an automatic gun? The gun's a part of That's it. That's crazy. Because you own guns, but you ain't thinking about going to shoot some shoot up a school or a public place. So not it's, at all. Like, so it's a number of dif- different things. Like It's not just one thing that contributes to these mass shootings. Well, Barack Obama released a statement from himself and from Michelle Obama as well. He said, first, no other nation on earth comes close to experiencing the frequency of mass shootings that we see in the United States. 
Uh, he goes on to say, second, while the motivations behind these shootings may not yet be fully known, there are indications that the El Paso shooting follows a dangerous trend. Troubled individuals who embrace racist ideologies and see themselves obligated to act violently to preserve white supremacy. And he says, but just as important, all of us have to send a clarion call and behave with the values of tolerance and diversity that should be the hallmark of our democracy. Troubled individuals, that's a great term because troubled individuals could mean that they're dealing with some type of mental health issues. But the word troubled keeps somebody from saying, no, it's not mental health because whatever reason we get caught up on words. But yes, troubled individuals. All right. Well, I mean, you're not, you're not going to tell me somebody who walks into a place and kills all those people with an automatic weapon. Uh, d- doesn't need some type of psych evaluation. Right. Like, come on. Right. It is a choice. Any rational thinking person would not Absolutely. do something that's like that. That's all I'm or saying. Or even think about doing that, that. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, we're going to kick it with Tamika Mallory, my son, and Reverend Kirsten John yep. Foy. All right? So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building this morning. Yes, indeed. Tamika Mallory, my son, what's and Minister on? Kirsten John Foy. Welcome, guys. Oh, what's, what's going on? on? What's going on, King? We heard y'all making all that noise uh, last week at the debates. <laughs> I texted Tamika. I said, I know your voice when I hear it. <laughs> you sure? All right. I know Tamika's voice. I was, I was like, like, it actually is her because I was at the debate <laughs> yes. and I was actually talking to Tamika. I was like, where y'all at? Where you sitting? I'm going to sit back here. And we were trying to figure out how to get you seats next to us. You don't need to be near us. And, you know, <laughs> wherever we are, it's always Lord, rough. Looking out, serious way. Lord, I'd have to walk out with y'all. Do they kick like, y'all out? sit there. Yeah. yeah. But they <laughs> really? made, they are the ones that created a protest. It okay. really wasn't. We did not go there intending to protest. But when de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, started talking about um, how his record on stop and frisk, saying that he ended stop and frisk and all of this, in other words, trying to tout his record around police and community. And we were like, ah. Mm. So these two yelled out, fire Pantaleo. They only said it once a piece. It wasn't a big deal. They said fire pants little security guard comes down and he asked us to just be quiet. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, first of all, let's not even get into the fact that when he came down the aisle, he was just making sure his presence was known. And the black folks, particularly in the audience, were like, are you looking for the people who were yelling? He no. didn't ask them. Yes, yes, yes. he did. Yes, yes. they did. Yes. There he go right yes, there. Right there. Boy, right I hate them, right I hate them kind of. Pointing so right there mm-hmm. at him, like, look, get him. So why did they do that? I, I hate them kind of so crazy. much. But we had church for a minute mm-hmm. in between mm-hmm. that because right. we started saying to them, "Do you know who Daniel Pantaleo is? Right. Eric Garner, this and that." And then we and then you know we told them some choice words about mm-hmm. being a self-hating Negro. That's right. Mm-hmm. And eventually they got caught. And in fact, when the police came back, the one woman who actually created the situation was like, "No." You know, they're fine. They didn't do anything, but it's already too late. And that's what we do all the time. Yeah. And it's interesting because where I was sitting, people didn't even understand what was being said as Mm -hmm. y'all were marching out fire Pantaleo. I had to explain who Pantaleo was Mm because they didn't know. I'm I'm like, is this just a New York thing? Mm. Because it shouldn't be. Well, the name Pantaleo is a New York thing, but Mm -hmm. once you start invoking the name Eric Eric Garner, people are like, oh, so that was the name that we used to catch the lady, you know, to sell out's attention. Do you mm-hmm. even know who Pantaleo is? That's the dude that okay, murdered Eric Garner. Right. So what happened during Cory Booker? Because I saw people saying, why would they right. yell and scream during the black candidates? So that's the whole point. We didn't create that moment. We Again, it was not a planned protest. So once they yelled out, fire Pantaleo, it was done. Mm-hmm. The, the security guard came, the Negroes told on us, 
and it was all calm. Everything was peaceful. No big deal. The cops came later, maybe right. like 10 to 15 minutes later. Right. So they had a delayed reaction. I guess they decided that they wanted to throw us out. And when they came, they were specifically trying to take out Kirsten. And mm. and so you hear, and mind you, I didn't even yell. I just want the record to reflect that I wasn't even the one yelling. We heard you. No, but no, we heard you. No, but no. But when the cops came back and started saying they wanted to take one of our people, I started being like, hell to the Mm gnaw. Like, you have to take all of us or none of us. And then Nah, she didn't only do that. She was like, nah, you ain't, boom, threw her body like. Yeah, she said we're going to form a a gate around (laughs) She formed the gate. She grabbed onto the chair in front. So now it's on. Yeah, I mean, and so when they started taking us out we weren't going to be like excuse me with the church finger mm-hmm. up and go out quietly mm-hmm. we had to pro we had to really make sure our voices were heard and we started chanting loudly and at that point it was during cory booker's time but that was right. because of the you. police got coming you. later right. Corey Booker's like I, mean, I wasn't there but you know what it's interesting it did have an impact because like i told mm-hmm. you i feel like after that the whole Pantaleo situation got addressed in Eric Garner several it times throughout Bill de Blasio got confronted mm-hmm. about Pantaleo right. still yeah. having a job and his response right. was... Right. Well, his response that, with it was that there would be justice within 30 within days. 30 right, days. Right. The problem with that is you've been mayor from day one mm-hmm. for five years right, now. Right. You have been denying the fact that you had the authority to have this officer fired. So you've had other officers reprimanded for less. One officer got suspended for invoking de Blasio's name while writing a ticket Mm. to someone. So you mean to tell me that officer can get reprimanded, but the man that murdered Eric Garner Mm -hmm. on international television can enrich himself off of the taxpayer dollars for the last five years? Not only be okay, he's wealthier today Mm -hmm. as an officer than he was before. He's gotten... He's gotten raises. He's accrued time off. He's been sitting behind a desk Mm -hmm. getting his paycheck Mm -hmm. for 1,847 days. Question, how much responsibility does Eric Holden and uh, President Barack Obama have in the Eric Garner case? Because didn't they they promise justice? Lay it on them as well. I mean, you know, Eric Holder, they should have fired him. I mean, this has just been a passing of the buck. That's what Mm -hmm. we're watching is everyone is passing it down. So there's nothing else to say except yes. They should have fired him. And the truth of the matter is, as much as I love President Obama, happy birthday yesterday, and all of that, under Obama, many of the hashtag names that we call, they happened while he was president in terms of police killings. Mm -hmm. Many of them happened under Obama. So, you know, the system as it currently is does not work, will not work, and you almost could, any president could be in place if they don't have a very serious and radical thinking in terms mm-hmm. of shifting policy and shifting what we see, it's just, like, not going to get any better. Mm-hmm. So Bill de Blasio acted like he had no authority to fire him, but somehow he was able to suspend him. The, so technically, the police commissioner mm-hmm. has the authority, but the police commissioner Works sits... for the mayor. Thank you. <laughs> right. you bottom line, you the boss. All right, we got more with Tamika Mallory, my son, and Reverend Kirsten John Foy. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Tamika Mallory, my son, and Reverend Kirsten John Foy. Yee. Based on the second Democratic debates, we know some people won't be on the stage for the third round. Who do you think should move on? Lord have mercy. Uh, it's, only like, can... it's only probably about five people that I even paid attention to. I saw you bigging up Marianne Williamson. She was saying so much truth. 
that I, I never heard somebody right. say on that stage. Mm-hmm. Like, when you look at Trump, like, he has harnessed everything negative about America. Mm. And and that's what that's what we've been we've been taught anyway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you look at music, hip hop and all that, we talk about the most negative stuff. If the people talking about the most negative stuff is the people that get biggest. And he's he's utilized that same formula mm. in the White House. Right. He's mm. running the White House like the mafia. Mm-hmm. Like he's telling you, look, go to jail, I'm gonna get you out. We're gonna get you expunged. Just don't mm-hmm. tell on me. She also when confronted about why she said half a trillion dollars for reparations, she could break down she the math. She had the math. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, had a, a, she had a rational <laughs> breakdown for why she said America owed black people half a trillion dollars, which, you know, caught my attention. But I certainly think, you know, we need to have a serious conversation. And, you know, Elizabeth Warren, you know, Bernie Sanders, they're talking the real good policy talk, Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and I like Julianne Castro. So that's who I would like to I like to Castro, see. too. Mm-hmm. like to see... Uh, on the stage. I love when Bernie said, Republicans have big ideas. Big ideas. (laughs) So big, he didn't say this, but it's true, so big that they just decided to separate children at the border and, like, we don't even understand why. Why children are separated from their parents is the craziest Mm -hmm. thing ever. The United States basically kidnapped 3,000 children. Right. That's Marianne Williamson said. She said Trump should be charged with kidnapping. Correct. And cannot reconnect them with it was, it was a crime against humanity akin to genocide trump decided that he was going to take latin children mm-hmm. from their parents and cannot be reunited with them yeah that is lost three, the record sounds like lost, lost records. and that's guess exactly what exactly like that's exactly right. well it sounds like slavery but also and they say i'm you know i'm the crazy radical conspiracy theorist wow. but Epstein, his homeboy. Because, see, that's another thing. Trump is really good at throwing us off, so we're not paying attention to what's going on. Absolutely. He started attacking Ilhan Omar and Rashida and Ayana, the squad. squad. Mm -hmm. He started attacking them right as the dialogue was going on about him and And Epstein Epstein. raping a woman who was saying that she was 13 13 years old at the time. Who's going to take her virginity? Who was Mm going to, right. And and they were showing pictures and whatnot. And all of a sudden, he started with this attack on Ilhan. So we took our attention off of that and not, and we did not focus on young children and young girls. So his mm-hmm. boy, Epstein, has been indicted mm-hmm. for sex trafficking and having child porn on his computer. Like, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they separate in children. Like, this is something that I, it really bothers me how even black folks sometimes, because of our trauma, are like, well, you know, we need to deal with mass incarceration. We need to deal with mass incarceration and yeah. the fact that children are being separated mm-hmm. at the right. border. We cannot let those two issues be separate from one another. And when children can be ripped from their parents, that's an indication of the shift in the the governing philosophy of, of our nation. We are now a fascist country. Right. Yes, period. That's, that's all I've been saying for the past two weeks. Yes, that's where we are. Why aren't people saying this? This is where we and, and, and if you study are. fascism, you you it's not the final solution was the final solution. Right. There were several solutions before Germany got to the final solution. Yes, man. Including. A separation of children from their families. Mm-hmm. We have to recognize through study history yeah. and 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 recognize yeah. how we are reflecting the worst yes. of humanity in our current governance. So unless we all get past this BS, 
about I don't speak that they taking my job or right. I, that's not my problem. They then they are job. coming for you next. That's right. They're coming for them first. For and then they're going to lull you to sleep. And, and then we're going to wake up and our children. going to be in cages. I'm going to be in cages. That's why I get mad at Democrats because they're not telling the truth. No, no. Can I ask y'all a question? Why do black people love Joe Biden so much? Like, 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 like we questioned Senator Harris about her record, but Biden is the author of the 94 crime bill and the 88 crime bill. You know why? It's Obama. It's the Obama thing. And you know what? I've heard people say to me, because when I've been discussing this, and they'll say, well, he's the person I think could win. That's, and that's and that what some too. people are saying. I don't well. believe that. I don't believe that Not either. Because look at what we're me. saying. We're saying we want to compete for the racist vote. I don't want that Democratic Party. Word. I don't want a Democratic Word. Party that's that says, point. I need Word. to go to the other side Word. to get some of them. We need a Democratic Party that says, boom, to the if other side. If you just motivate and, us, And Joe Biden is the guy that can reach over and grab a few of the more the racist. moderate yeah, races? Yeah. That's not, that's not <laughs> a, a moderate racist. No, bro, you're right, though. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He wrote that, the crime bill. But right he check. is now saying that that was not the main cause for mass incarceration. I yeah, couldn't believe right. his brother Come said on, that. Nah, couldn't crazy. believe it. Come on, bro. It like, ain't just that he wrote it. It's when the way he explained it. Oh, yeah. Like, when yeah. you listen to that man explain it, he basically Oh, yeah. said, we don't care that black people went through this. That's I know right. that. I, yep. hear it. I don't really want to care about that. They going to jail now. Yep. I don't care and about the system it. that created those predators. The system that created, yep. we know all that. But they going to jail now. Is there anything that he can say that would be redemption? I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. And working for President Obama, I had many nights to sit with him to understand even my own racism. And, that's and, what he and, could and say. And beyond that, yeah, yeah that's I'm the minister, so I want to hear about the redemption of your soul. I want him to say, I'm going to introduce legislation. To yes. now correct Repeal yes. the crime bill. That's right. And here's how we're going to de start the process of institutionalized decarceration. Yes. You know that's what Hillary said yeah, here on The Breakfast Club. Everybody got caught up in the hot sauce. Right. But she said... Hey, I wasn't in the administration when the 94 crime bill went went through, but it did affect a lot of black and brown people, and I want to write that wrong. Mm -hmm. She said that verbatim. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, she waited a long time to say that. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, may not have been yeah. in the administration, but she yeah. was in bed with the man that helped it happen. That is true. So, you well, know, that's, that's a different well. That's debatable. Okay. <laughs> she might not have been. <laughs> they don't move. We got more with Tamika Mallory, my son, and Reverend Kirsten John Foy. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Tamika Mallory, my son, and Reverend Kirsten John Foy. Now, also, we had Dapper Dan on the show, uh -huh. and, and you guys fought so hard <laughs> my son. against Gucci. So what were your thoughts on Dapper? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to be... Nah, my son, we've seen you live already. Nah, what, 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 what you, you feel? The, the reality is this, man. Dapper Dan is a legend, man. He is. And when you look at what he's overcome, you look where he's came from, he is a success story. He is... Somebody, he is an elder, he is somebody that I've looked up to. And he disappointed me. I have no ill will to him, but I had a conversation with that man as a man. Mm -hmm. And he knows what he did. And you that know? was, he told you that he wanted you to come with him and a couple of others along to that meeting. And when it, he wasn't had meeting just, it wasn't just that. It was when we sat down and had a conversation and we explained to him what the issues were. Because he just said, he's like, I know it's wrong, but I had to explain to him, like, this was a civil rights violation. Mm -hmm. Like, these people have to be held to a standard. Like, if you violate any other culture of people, nationality of people, if you 
do that to anybody else, they're going to do something major. Mm -hmm. And we sat down with him, explained to him, and said, listen, this is what you need to go. Even if we wasn't there at the meeting, this is what needs to happen. And he said, oh, I'm not going to say that. They're not going to do that. I'm like, but why would you not tell, hold them accountable? Find out if they're going to do it. That, oh, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to leave it alone then. I'm going to let y'all, y'all go on and do it. But this was after he had already had a meeting. Mm. So I'm like, that. I'm confused. You called me. Y'all reached out to us and said y'all wanted us there. And then you come back with a, a backdoor this and you done did this. And, oh, I'm not going to say that. And they're not going to do that. How are you going to tell us? The people that call for a boycott, y'all didn't call for a boycott. I think people are so used to token activism. Mm. So they call y'all and they're like, okay, as long as they're here, everything's fine. Right, right. But and they it, know was you, the, it was the wrong right. group. You know, Floyd <laughs> Mayweather, um, all these people say, you know, they'll be done with this in 30 days. I've been doing it. I ain't stopped yet. Mm. Every day I wake up and say, Gucci. If they do implement the plans they said they are going to do with the apprenticeships <clears throat> and trying to help out black designers... Then but they that, but see, that's another thing. They never said black. See, they do the same thing that happens on the, the DNC. It says diversity and, and mm-hmm. different cultures. It never said black. You harmed black people, right. but then you create organizations and you create all of these stuff for everybody else. That's real. The same thing with real estate when they say it, opportunity zones. Exactly. And people got so excited about opportunity right. zones, and I was saying opportunity zones ain't for black people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's for people with money that can afford it. That, or that's MWBEs, minority and, uh, that and benefits women business owners. White that, women. That's right. It's, I it's, have my right. MWBE. Right. Well, yeah. go ahead. You, you need that's to right. help some more sisters get, get their MWBEs. Actually, that is the plan that I'm doing now with the small business services. Excellent. Yeah. So, that's, real, that's real critical. Yeah, we do a lot of stuff at the Juice Bar where they've actually come by and let people sign up for the service on the spot and I try to make sure everywhere I go I let people know that you should apply to get your MWBE because a lot of times what they do is white women who are married or in families with white men will get a lot of those contracts Absolutely. because they got their MWBE mm-hmm. and it's all set up yeah. Right. yeah do you think the fight is fixed in 2020 because I do I you think, think, think it's, it's I, I think it's above us now you think <laughs> I'm being honest with you I'm being dead serious I, I, I actually <laughs> think Donald Trump is going to be president <laughs> until he dies nah I think Donald Trump is going to be president until he dies can I just break down why that's not so unreasonable? Please, no, they please think I'm crazy. Do you know he just added 13 new federal judges? Yes, this is I mean, he has right. 144 federal yeah, judges. Right. It's because it. you have to look at the structure of our government. The Constitution <laughs> it w- is what governs <laughs> how many terms a president can serve. Yep. How do you change the Constitution? You need two thirds of the states and then two thirds of the Congress. Republicans control two-thirds of the state houses. It would be a question of whether or not they could get it through the Congress. They already have the courts. And by the way, we don't even have to get that extreme. They've already taken the presidency twice mm-hmm. in the last 20 well, years. definitely can't account George for the electoral college. Yep. Can't account for George for Bush and then again for Donald yep. Trump. Yeah. Donald Trump has the well, courts. He has the Department of Justice. He has the Senate at this point, And he got Russian interference. And, and nobody Russian. gives a damn about the Russian interference so much so that Mitch McConnell blocked White two House. election security bills yeah, last week. Like a mafia. That's why my man... Mark Thompson says all the time, we ain't going to make, make it. it. We ain't going to make it. I mean, I'm with you. I feel the same way. We ain't going to make it. I'm going to be here Mark fighting, Thompson. but I don't feel it. Man. Listen, I'm we, going out in the blaze. Yeah, I don't feel like <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. Listen to me. You don't have guns. We are non-violent. Listen to me. I am anti-violent. I'm not non-violent. I'm against violence. But I'm going to utilize violence to protect me and my family and my loved ones. The bottom line is when it comes down to that, it's only going to be a few of us on the front line. That word front line is just... 
people just saying. But when it comes down to this, I'm willing to give my life to protect mine. And, and as long as this system continues to allow the unrestricted radicalization of all of these thousands of disaffected white men, nobody's going to be at peace. That's right. There is a weapon for every single man, woman, and child in America. That's right. There are almost 400 million guns right. in America. 97% of those 400 million guns are owned by 3% of the people. So what that really means is that they are out there and they are fully armed. Yep. If you just watch the the PBA president, which is the NYPD union, mm-hmm. right? Watch him in his press conference right after Judge Maldonado said that Pantaleo should be fired. He starts saying that um, activists are criminal activists. This, this is the these are the trigger words. He's like they're criminal mm-hmm. activists. Just watching that, I'm thinking to myself, these this is the man who is in charge of the police. Right. He's mm-hmm. out here calling us criminals. And then when they he says something about this is not about de-escalation, none of that. Oh, the de-escalation is one thing that we as activists have been fighting for since I can remember. I've been hearing de-escalation since I've been a little girl in the mm-hmm. movement. Mm-hmm. And he said this ain't about de-escalation, all of that. Then he kept saying she... That's another thing. He said she, meaning the judge, doesn't know what she's talking about. She doesn't know the law. She doesn't know how to apply the law. This lady is a judge, and you are the union boss. Who do you think knows a little bit more in this situation? Mm -hmm. The reason why she said that Pantaleo needs to be fired is because he does. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. Simple. And we appreciate you guys for joining us. Yes. Thanks As always. Thank you so much. Minister Christian John Foy, Tamika Mallory, and my son. Is there anything, so much, is, is there any, can they be donating to something? I don't know. I'm just trying to. <laughs> I founded an organization called the Ark of Justice. I would appreciate mm. some support online, some social media support at Ark of Justice or at Kirsten John Foy. And we can go from there. And so we are, we're requesting that we be invited back soon because my son, myself, Linda Sarsour, and another gentleman by the name of uh, Angelo Pinto have started a new organization called Until Freedom, mm-hmm. and we'll be launching in the next few weeks. Y'all know y'all got an open door policy here. You tell these white people, tell us we got to go. That's right. They might have some problems with us if they ever tell tell y'all you got to go. You go. Anybody listening, y'all should know out there that y'all going to have some real problems. These people is off limits. Right. I was was literally, I was planning a protest yesterday about your Instagram post being uh, taken down. I started calling people like, I'm going to need you to reshare my post and it'd be made need to show up outside of Facebook right. offices. Right. We were, were they taking down everybody's posts? Yeah, were they we taking down everybody's posts? They were. Because I saw other people posted it. Yeah. I didn't know because yeah, was... I kept seeing it. They were censoring they were people yesterday. Yeah, they, yeah. they made it right, though. But, I mean, they got to make it right for everybody. You can't be doing these shadow bands of but black people. the killer's media manifesto. Black the killer from... All over Facebook. Was all oh, over yeah, Facebook. the manifesto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you were the real threat. Right. And, yeah. and, 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 and so we got to restrict your freedom of speech because you want liberation. Right. But the, 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 the whitening of America, we are with that program. That's right. Lord, have mercy. Well, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I go where I want. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Young Miami. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Well, we have very few details about this, but apparently early this morning, young Miami's car was shot at while she was leaving Circle House Studios. Really? And that's in Florida. So 
uh, somebody posted it. This is on the Neighborhood Talk. And somebody wrote in the caption, I got the story first because I was standing right there. Carisha knew G-Wagon was shot at leaving Circle House. Y'all need to give her better security. Poor baby was running across the street trying to run before the police came. Wow. Prayers for her and baby 808's protection. Uh, security, you can't stop bullets from bullets. If somebody shoots at you, they shoot at you. No matter how much security Now you here is the young lady who was the witness. I should have did this 20 minutes ago, but I just felt so bad for the girl. But it was way more police than this. The G-Wagon got shot up in the back. It looked like the G-Wagon was bulletproof, though, so thank God. The police looking for the shells, and I guess the news will tell y'all the rest, y'all. That is crazy. But we'll continue to give you those details as they come in. Again, I told you this is on the Neighborhood Talk. If you want to see the video and see what uh, this young lady is saying happened outside of Circle House Studios. Mm. All right. Mariah Carey is going to be writing and performing the theme song for the new Blackish spinoff show, Mixed Ish. The song will be called In the Mix. So, uh, Mariah Carey, obviously, something like this is important to her because she also is a biracial woman. She said, as a biracial woman in the entertainment industry, there was no way I did not want to be a part of Mixed Ish, especially after seeing the pilot, which I loved. I could not be more honored and proud to be writing and performing in the mix for Kenya and the show. The show takes place in the 80s and it more explores Rainbow Johnson as she talks about her experience growing up in a mixed race family in the 80s and the dilemmas that they faced. And you know, that character of Rainbow is based on Kenya Barris' real-life wife, Rainbow Barris. So that's who that character is. It's real life. Uh, Wendy Williams looks like she is going to be back together with Kevin Hunter as her business manager, not as her husband. Now, according to the Daily Mail, she is working out a deal with him right now, and they're going to actually put out a joint press release because they still make a solid team. They've built a successful business. They want to preserve that, and she also wants to make sure she doesn't have to pay him alimony. He's only nervous that he could get fired at any point as her business manager. So apparently they've decided that they don't want to dissolve their production company, their publishing house, or their charitable foundation. Looks like after being married for 22 years and having worked together for quite a period of time, she still does trust him when it comes to her business Mm -hmm. and her career. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's insane. I mean, it's difficult for her. You got to understand, like you said, she's been married 22 years. I'm sure been together 25 years. That's all she knows. She really didn't have any friends. That was her whole life. So to get rid of that is is difficult, I'm sure. I understand it's hard to trust people, but it's not hard to manage a product like Wendy Williams. Okay, Wendy Williams sells herself. All right? Anybody can do that job. Well, it looks like, according to the Daily Mail, they're also saying that there's been a lot of infighting and things going on behind the scenes that usually doesn't happen because Kevin kept a handle on all of that. And so now there's some drama behind the scenes, so maybe she feels like she needs his support. Oh, yeah. Now, she is going to resign as an officer from the foundation, but she'll support it from time to time and be involved with other philanthropic efforts that are important to her. Yeah, so you have drama behind the scenes, so you go get the king of all drama to add more drama to it. Who bought more drama behind the scenes than him? But it never got to her, I'm sure. So that's the difference. Before, it just never got to her. Their house is also for sale right now. So they put their house for sale in Livingston, New Jersey. She's been living in a beautiful penthouse. Yeah, I've seen it. $1.89 million out in Livingston. 5,000 square feet. Pretty nice. Well, God bless them. Why don't you and Caesar buy it? All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Why? Why would we buy that? Why would we buy that? Why? Why would we buy that? That doesn't sound like a great flip. No. (laughs) What are you giving that dog to? They got a big kitchen. Caesar would like that. Listen, what'd you Come say? Come on, leave Caesar alone. He actually lost uh, 78 pounds, by yeah, the way. Yeah, we commend Caesar. Looking good, Caesar. Who said anything about his weight? Wait, why, does, why does he need a kitchen? You don't like big kitchens when you buy houses? No. 
So you telling me when you buy houses, people don't want to want a big kitchen? I don't even want a kitchen in my house. Oh right? yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. why'd right. you say Caesar and not Envy? I said Caesar's his partner. I seen Caesar in the kitchen in the houses. He looks <laughs> you didn't see him no. Whenever I see y'all on Instagram and you in the houses, he looks excited when y'all in the kitchen. Yo, I'm shut like, up, he man. Does. Yo, shut up. He lost seventy eight pounds. Shout what out to Caesar too. Doing anything. Who are you giving a donkey to, man? You know, let's talk smegma, guys. Let's talk foreskin. All right. I'm not here to shame any of you guys that like to play with your foreskin while playing Fortnite, but we'll talk about it for after the hour. Didn't you have some foreskin? Uh, we'll talk about that for after the hour. All right. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking about Lil Wayne's daughter. Yes. Regine. Regine, Lil Wayne and Toya, Rice's daughter. Mm -hmm. And she went to this cucumber pool party, and she previously had been really not excited about these women doing this cucumber challenge, so people were getting at her for being at the party. But she said, okay, guys, I want to say this. I went to the party to spy on YF and Lucci. Females don't act like you never did it, but when I heard about the cucumber activities, I left. To be honest, I've made myself look like a fool for this man, and I apologize for allowing you guys to see it. I'm young and still learning. Now, have you ever spied on your man before, ye? Have I ever did a pop-up? That's yeah. the same thing as spy, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you know, I've done a pop-up. I, I don't try to think if I've ever gone to a party, but I've definitely popped up at his house. I did, I did that a couple of times. One time I actually climbed through the window. That's a real pop-up because they're not expecting you to be in the house. Uh, and that's because I knew something was going on. And sometimes, even though we know things, we want to see it with our own eyes. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I guess that was really the end of it for me, to be able to see somebody doing something with my own eyes. Yeah, I've done it once or twice, Charlemagne. Uh, always. I grew up a very insecure <laughs> young man. Me too. And when you are the type of person like me who was cheating on my woman, it made me feel guilty. So that on top of my insecurity, uh, I thought she was doing dirt when she wasn't. So, yes, I popped up at jobs. I popped up at dorms. I popped up, I popped up at class one at time. apartments. I popped up at class. Rolled my motorcycle right to her class. Well, yeah, what do you think she was doing in class? I don't know. I don't know. You just want to see. Maybe she passing a note. Maybe she holding hands. Like, as a guy, as mm -hmm. a guy, when a guy is already doing dirt, like, you automatically think your woman is just, like, you know, sucking everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if she's not. Like, any, it can go down anytime, any place. So, yes. Yeah, I, was, I definitely I was had guys insecure. pop up on me that was at parties. Insecure. And, yeah. listen, I'll leave a party if somebody tried to pop up on me. I'll slide out and be like, this is ridiculous. Are you pop up? Like, you know, like I say... Like, say, like, you know, my my wife was in college. They used to be partying at this place called Five Points. Five Points, all the college kids used to go on Thursday night. I mean, anybody could go hang out there, but that wasn't really my scene. But you just pop up at a random place. Like, what are you doing here? Like, you know, you just be, you just be in Charlotte's Roost and while she in there. Like, why are you in Charlotte's Roost? Oh, I'm just doing a little shopping. What is Charlotte's Roost? This is a clothing store, store down south. Women. But you know, you just you just pop up in random places you ain't got no business being. Why are you at my OBGYN? Oh, I don't know. I just what? came nothing. Hello, who's this? Hello, morning. This is T. Hey, T. Oh, you up on your sound man? like you pop up. <laughs> yeah, so I did a pop up a couple years ago on this guy. I was going to break up with him anyway, but I just wanted to talk to him. So when I went to his house, nobody answered. So I know he keeps his back door open. So I went through the back door and on my way, I hear like through like his bedroom window I hear like um, like a bed moving mm -mm -mm. so I'm like well maybe he's you know maybe he's listening to porn or whatever so I went to the house and <laughs> when I got in front of his bedroom door I could hear the bed go in wow. and 
when I when he finally opened, he was in there with somebody else. Whoa. And you already knew what it was. You just wanted to see it for yourself. Technically correct. So the, it pretty much gave me a reason to break up with the, you know, because I didn't have a reason beforehand. I just didn't want to continue the relationship. Did he at least stop having sex when you walked in? No, he eventually stopped because he knew what I did for a living and he was afraid what I was going to do next. What, what you, you do, do for, for a living? You cop, you cop. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. So he he stepped out the bedroom and, you know, he closed the door behind him because I had things there. So he wanted to give me my belongings because he knew it was over. What do you do for a living, though? I'm curious. What you do for work? It's, 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 that's not important. Wow. Wow. Oh, you, do, you, you sell dog. You sell drug. She's a mortician. That's, 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 <laughs> what, what kind of slang was that? You drug seller. You sell drug. You sell drug. Drug seller. Thank you, Seller. Seller. No, that's not. What is Rihanna? Rihanna not Jamaican, right? No. No. Drug seller. It's actually crap over in Barbados. Drug seller. 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 Hello? Hello? Hey, what's up, Travis? What's going on? You ever popped hey, up man, on your yeah. girl? Man, look, I like to keep the same energy that, like, Charlemagne say. So my old lady was at the club without me one night, so I pops up to see what she's doing. I'm walking through the parking lot. I'm in stealth mm-hmm. mode, and I seen her talking to a guy, right? So, you know, I'm furious about it. So next, um, before the uh, night over, the guy calls my phone. She gives him my phone number because she wouldn't stop talking to her. So she gives my phone number out. When wow. That hurts. Yeah, so I felt stupid, too. Damn it, man. Well, sorry for you, brother. She showed you. 800-585-1051. You you ever popped up on your spouse, your man, your woman? What happened? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Lil Wayne and Toya's daughter, Regine. What happened with them, Yee? What happened with her, I should say? Well, Regine popped up at this cucumber pool party that Trouble was having, and she was just trying to see what YFN Lucci was doing. She wanted to spy on her man, or I guess yeah. now it's her ex-boyfriend. I mean, those are the kind of things you do when you're insecure. Trust me, I've been there. I've mm-hmm. been the insecure young man who, you know, was 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 just all in love with my woman, and plus I was doing my own dirt, so you think that your woman's doing dirt, so you got your guilt and your insecurity. Yep. Yes, it makes you pop up. I've been there. Hello, who's this? Hello, my name is Jasmine. How you doing? What's what up, Jasmine? Jasmine? Queen of the pop-up. Jasmine is way too loud to be popping up on somebody. <laughs> No, I definitely popped up on that ass. But uh, let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all, I'm really the pop-up queen, though. Let me mm-hmm. tell y'all. I had a tracker on my on my baby daddy car for, like, three years, and he never knew it. Wow. He, like, dang, like, thinking that his friends had on him and everything like that, but really <laughs> he had no idea that I was just, like, tracking that ass, though, all day, every day. I don't know how he couldn't figure that out when you was just showing up places. Nobody puts a track on somebody's car. Clearly they do. Jasmine, you're crazy. Crazy as hell. Don't play with me. Okay. And you did that for three years? Yeah, and he never knew, though, right? He never knew. So, listen, like, one time he went out to eat with this girl. Like, I sat in the parking lot. I let him eat at everything. They went back to his apartment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, just following him. Just like, okay. So, this f***ing keeps me. So, I just, you know, I just walk up to the apartment, knock on the door. He, they start, turn off the lights and stuff, try to hide and stuff. I end up texting the girl phone like, like, tell that nigga he got five minutes to come outside. I'm coming in that bitch. And Damn. He, he, <laughs> and, like, they scattered out that much. That's crazy that for three years he wasn't scared enough to stop doing the stuff he was doing. Sharon. Yes. You ever popped up on an ex or, or a man or your man? You know what? No, because if something is going on, I don't want to know about it. Mm. You get in trouble when you go looking for trouble. Mm. But here's my story. So I <laughs> found out that my soon-to-be ex-husband... Um, Put his cell phone in my car. 
So one day I'm parked, and all of a sudden I just hear this music out of the blue, and I'm like, what is that? So I look at my back seat, and he shoved his cell phone in between my back seat so he could track me. Mm. So he didn't have his cell phone on him. He just left it no, in the car. No, he had another cell phone, oh, yeah, and another, he had okay. found my he iPhone. Had another, yes, exactly. He had, a, he had a second one. Dang. Wow, he had to charge that every day. Right. That's they, that's smart, though. Why did he not trust you? Was there a reason, or he just... His insecurities. Mm-mm. All right, thank mm-hmm, you. Exactly. D'Angelo. Yo, yo. You, you popped up on your wife, man? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good morning, by the way. Good morning. <laughs> He's like, good morning, first good of morning. all. I'm not crazy. What you do, D'Angelo? <laughs> uh, I ain't doing... Well, yeah, I responded to what she did. She went out, and I didn't want her to go out. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got my daughter in the truck, put my dog in the truck, and pulled up at the club on it. Called her in line. But at the thing was, I knew that I brought, I brought my dog with me because I felt like I was going to have to go into the club. <laughs> but uh, I didn't have to go in the club, thank God. But anyway, I got out, caused a little scene in the line, got her in the truck, and then we pulled off. So wow. wait, you brought your dog, dog hanging out the car. And your daughter? And me while I'm yelling at her. So you was going to bring your dog and daughter in the club to find her? No, I was going to leave the dog and the daughter in the car while I was in the club. You, how old is your daughter? Oh, she was a baby, baby then. You was oh, going to so leave a baby? So, so you about to go to jail. In the car? You about to go to jail because of, of your own insecurities. It was one of them nights. Hey. One of those nights. Oh, my Man, you should have just sent the dog in the club. This is awful. <laughs> and he rationalized it, but like, you know what? My dog go watch my daughter while Bro. I go in the club for a second. Bro, I have oh, the no. best guard dog in the world. <laughs> I wouldn't have did it had my dog been a... Been a, been like one of uh, Andy's Malawar, but oh. you know. All right, man. I'm sorry, that's too much. Have a good one. He's call a sitter. I ain't gonna front. That ain't a bad idea. I leave I leave the, the, the dog in the car with the kids. That's I'll, a I'll terrible right idea. Back. Shut up. <laughs> What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is get your insecurities together, bro. Okay, trust me, I've been there, and then I feel sorry for Regine, but she's young though. You know what I mean? So I get it. You know, you it's just stu- happening so publicly for her. Yeah, you yeah. do stuff like that when you're young. When you have those insecurities and, you know, you just want to make sure somebody's doing right by you, I get it. I get it. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, we are going to talk about ASAP Rocky, his first confirmed live show since he got out of Sweden. Where is that going to be if you want to check him out this weekend? All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, man, our boy up drum is in here complaining about how Spanish women don't cook for him anymore. The only Spanish woman that he can get to cook for him is his mom. Is his mom. And he's Spanish. I told him it's probably because his D game trash. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's just my personal opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. What? Well, you can have that opinion. But anyway, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Young Miami. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Well, we are reporting on this young Miami situation. They said her car was shot at mm-hmm. while she was leave- while she was leaving Circle House Studio, and there was a woman earlier. We played her audio. She spoke about witnessing the shooting. Well, young Miami actually spoke to the cops about what she saw, and here it is. Oh, that is so sad. The, and when she said hit, it hit her car, her G-Wagon. Who was she talking to? Uh, the police. Now, who's going to be the idiot on social media to step up and say young Miami snitching because real, real niggers don't talk to the police? Is pregnant. She's minding her business, trying to do her music. Somebody tried to shoot at her. She better talk to the cops. 
and find out what's going on. If they find out who yeah, it is, they better go to jail shoot and get arrested. Shoot at a pregnant woman. Yeah, who would shoot at a pregnant woman? Who would shoot at a woman anyway, but a pregnant woman even worse. Now, what if she scammed them somebody back in the day? Huh? It's asking a question. Well, mm-hmm. then that means the city boys are down 100000 It right is now. the streets. <laughs> it's still the streets at the end of the day. Yeah, you don't kill somebody for that or try to shoot at a pregnant woman for that. Let it go. All right. Takashi 6 9 now, they're saying that he might have offered somebody $50,000 to have his alleged kidnapper killed. There's documents that have been obtained by XXL, and they're saying that he is a cooperating witness expected to testify uh, about this robbery. So he confessing to that? Uh, Probably some of his deal. Yeah, I'm sure. He's, but he's trying to get out. He's doing allegedly all the stitching. They ain't, shit, they ain't let him out yet? Oh, he's going to prison, prison now. Don't get it twisted. He's going to do some. He's going to do at least he, five. All, all that stitching he's allegedly doing, and he still got to go? Uh, yeah. That's, I mean, we don't know what he was facing. He was facing, what, 40 to life or something like that? Yeah, I guess I'll take the five or the yeah, 40. take five <laughs> to seven? Damn. All right. Yeah, clearly if they try to um, kidnap him and kill him or whatever, those aren't his friends. So. No, but that, but no, no, no. <laughs> stop it. That man was out here portraying a certain lifestyle, portraying to be a gangster and a gangbanger. He's not allowed to snitch. Young Miami can talk to the police. Takashi 69 can't. <laughs> All right, so that's the difference right there. All right, John Voight. <sighs> you know him as an actor. You know him as a star from Ray Donovan. You know him as Angelina Jolie's father. Well, he posted this video of himself really defending Donald Trump and oh also talking about how we have to get over slavery, racism, and that it's a thing of the past. Too many are angered at the words of racism. This has been a big issue for the black community since the Civil War. (laughs) But this has been solved long ago by our forefathers for peace and love. It seems that the angered left and angered minorities want to hold President Trump accountable for past lives. You see, we have been gifted with truth. And as I see it, anger is among the old chains that were binding to the people of slavery, old wounds that still seem fresh I mean, that's his opinion, but, oh uh, God. you know. It, it, Imagine if that was your dad. <laughs> no. That's why Angelina Jolie don't mess with him now. But you got to understand, only people mad at racism are the people whose ancestors actually experienced racism and who still continue to experience racism to this day. I, I know he doesn't think racism doesn't <laughs> exist. He might. Anymore, uh, and that we don't still suffer from. He's bugging. I mean, where he at, he may not see it. What that's happened in the past to this day. Where's he at? We don't still suffer he from don't see it. redlining. He's sitting on a mountain he? somewhere. That man's how old is he? A hundred years 80. old, exactly. Ninety-two, rich as hell. He probably might not. Now he goes on to praise Donald Trump and say that he's not racist. These angered left wingers preach love, but only pollute. We must understand that this is a nation of liberty, and this president is honoring all. He is not a racist, but a man who loves his country and has every intention to make this land great again. I promise you, when this country stops being racist, we'll stop complaining about racism. And when they make amends for all of the systemic things that they have done to oppress and marginalize black people, then we can all, you know, start on a, a, a different playing field. Mm. All you right, know? now, ASAP Rocky, his first live show since he got back from Sweden is going to be this weekend. He's going to be doing the Real Street Festival. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a statement from iHeartMedia Executive VP of Urban Hip Hop, Doc Winter. Never he said, heard of him. In the interim, Godspeed to Rocky and his family. We can't wait to hear the crowd erupt for Rocky next Sunday night at the Honda Center Festival Ground. That's going to be dope. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in L.A. this weekend. I might pull up on that. I'm sure. I'm going to be in L.A. for BeautyCon. Ooh. Okay, mm-hmm. I see that. We're interviewing Kelly Rowland on uh, Saturday on the main BeautyCon stage. Salute and to March. 
And speaking of festivals, Drake at the OVO Fest 2019 was uh, having his OVO Fest day two was amazing. Guess who came out on stage with him after Drake did some of his older tracks? Chingy. Um, okay. Is that who you're looking for? Well, Chingy was the night before, right? Well, Meek Mill was there, Lil Baby, Offset, The Baby, YG, mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion, Tyga, Gucci Mane, Rick Ross, uh, Cardi B. Cardi. Yep, Chris Brown. Hey. All of those people showed up. That's so, dope. Yes. Why we ain't hear about the night before, though? B2K and all them? B2K, Chingy, Yang Yang Twins, Lloyd, Mario, Pretty Ricky, Bobby V. How was that? Well, those were all featured performers that we knew was going to happen. So imagine I when, just want to know how the show went are, off, though. Did people show up for that? These are special guests. You were guests. a huge Chingy fan, bro. Why? Because you asked about them all, a, a couple of times already. <laughs> You performed at OVO Fest, idiot. I yeah, just, but there's a bunch of people. That's what you want to know about Chingy? You don't I care about me? Know know about about you don't want to know how the Millennium Tour show went down? I want to see how that was received. All right. Well, let's get Drake up here and ask him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amanda <laughs> yeah, that is your rumor report. All right. Well, thank you, Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Now, somebody called earlier and said, can I play Notorious B.I.G. story to tell? So let's start the mix off with that. It's the Did Breakfast Club. Coach Mitchum or Doc Winters if you can play that? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Hmm? Oh, okay. Hmm? Hmm? I got tickets to see Chingy. You want them? Sure. <laughs> All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> sure. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, don't forget, September 7th, my car show goes down at the Meadowlands Expo Center out in Jersey. So if you want to come, get definitely get your tickets. If you want to see what your favorite celebrities drive, like 50 Cent, Pusha T, Fabulous, uh, CC Sabathia, just to name a few, definitely get your tickets. It's going to be a fun family event. We got a lot of surprises. It's going to be a lot of fun, all right? Now, um, we got a shout to my son, Tamika Mallory, and Minister Kirsten John Foy for joining us as well. Yeah, we had a great convo about a number of things. I'm dead serious, too, man. I don't, I don't, I don't think Trump is ever leaving the White House until he um, passes away. I really do. I, I really think next year uh, it's going to be constitutional amendments when he wins again. Because I just think that the fight is fixed, man. I really, 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 truly do. And let's just say the Democrats do win, right? The Democrats win, say they win by a percentage or two. DOJ challenges it because, you know, William Barr is in Trump's pocket. It goes to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court says, you know what? There was some type of interference from a foreign country, and that's why the Democrats won. Trump, you stay your ass right there in the White House. He's already setting the play up. I saw him tweeting this morning talking about how they watching Google. Because I guess somebody from over that side said something to the effect of they want they want Trump to lose in 2020, and he already knows how they manipulated things in 2016. Yeah, things were manipulated in your favor, buddy. Mm. All right? But, you know, whatever. All right. When we come what back... What do I know? I'm Rafiki from The Lion King. Positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now um, it's time to get up out of here. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, I do. I want to tell everybody out there, man, to keep moving forward, all right? When looking back doesn't interest you anymore, you're doing something right. How you feel, Envy, when you look back at it? Flirting with me? I just asked you a simple question. Breakfast club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done? <laughs>